Look up there in the sky. It's a bird, a plane. It's Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Those boys are so handsome. One Man of Bats. One Raven Red. One Fortnite discussion of comics and your culture. I'm your host, Robbie Dorman, literature geek and writer. I'm your other host, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional artist and illustration nerd. And we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Are you home for news, reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, and much, much more? It's episode 270. Man of Bats. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, Grant Morrison didn't make him up. Oh, I know. The whole segment there had a very Watchmen-esque, like, feel to it. Or maybe even, like, Sandman-ish. You know, let me go grab these old, obscure, stupid characters and do a bunch of dumb shit with them. Watchmen wasn't exactly that, but it kind of was. It was adjacent. Yeah. It was adjacent to that. It was a first cousin of that. Yeah. We're going to be talking about some Batman. Uh, later on in our book club because we are starting our well, first of three episodes reading through Grant Morrison's run with Batman. Hooray! Hooray! Eric's super excited. I've mm-hmm. had to I've had to hold him back because he like literally would just he's called me sixteen times today, just wanted to talk about Batman, and I didn't know what to do with it. I I can't I can't talk about anything but Batman. It's just it, it, I'm dying for it. That's the it's there's a actually like a, a mimetic virus contained within Grant Morrison's Batman. I mean that explains a lot. It does. <laughs> if you read it, all you can think about is Batman. Mm-hmm. Batman is a mimetic virus. I mean I can buy that too. That's how there's always new Batman. <laughs> that's why we keep mm-hmm. making more Batman, is because everyone's like, hey wait, I read Batman. Let's make more Batman. That's why there's like three movies I in development it was the right Batman now. Machine. Batman Machine is a product of the mimetic Batman. That is a writer creating the Batman Machine because inside his own head is this virus. So he's trying to express... I mean, I'll buy it. It all sounds very plausible. He's expressing this virus onto the page to try and get it out. It's Mm -hmm. not gonna, though. It doesn't get out of you. So what do you think the drinking game is for this episode? Is when we say Batman? Yeah. Don't do that. People are going to get alcohol poisoning. Don't, yeah. The, we we don't even, like, we also read Batman comics or floppies, so there's going to be lots of talk of Batman. So don't do not do that, dr- that game. <laughs> I, I, Maybe just, I'll drink every time we say <laughs> Batman. That'd be fun. Uh, it'd be a good time. By the time we get to the end of this, uh, it would be very be like, entertaining. I'd, I'd be like, hey, Eric, what do you think about Batman R.E.P.? Like, uh, I don't know. You start singing Ring of Fire or something. Let's be, we're talking about Batman later on in our book club. We could start the show, start the show with the very first segment. It's time for Floppies for Nightly. Floppies for Nightly is the part of the show. Eric and I read a selection of this past couple of weeks' books, tell you to buy or do not buy them. There is a much meter goes from one to five. Our first book of the week is Shadow Service, number one, written by Kevin Scott, Art Corin Howell, Colors Triona Farrell, Letters and World Design. You got a, a witch, private eye, talks to rats. Mm-hmm. Or just this one rat? I'm not sure. I don't... Maybe it's just this one rat. It's. I think it's a special rat. Okay. 
I like the rat. Although it seems like she's got a bird familiar, too. She called in that bird, yep. Yeah, it pecked that, that virus guy. Melty man. She has a nail gun? Zombie boil guy. She has a nail gun, Eric. There's There's things about this that I think are fucking awesome. And then there's things that I think are just really corny. I, I don't know. Like, I think, I think like the, I think the same way that it's like lazy to write rape into everything. I think it's just fucking lazy to have like faceless dad character beating a woman. Like, I'm just tired of seeing it. It's just ham fisted. It just, it's, it, I don't know. Give someone a, a, better backstory than this it's just so corny but there's genuinely awesome shit in here that's fun and not generic so i think by and large this wins out it's pretty damn cool witch with a nail gun pretty cool like yeah she casts spells with a nail gun (laughs) Mm -hmm. pretty fucking rad I think it's a step down. Do you, do you have any fair. thoughts about about what I was saying? Yeah, I mean, I think I was saying I was looking into making. I was seeing if it was a it was a stepdad. I think not just a dad. Yeah, but that's the it's the same thing. Like it's just it's just it's super tired. It's just uh, it's not interesting. It's not. I, I I don't know. Do 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 something better. Be more interesting. It's a dumb narrative shortcut and trope that. I'm sick of seeing and it just feels dumb. I feel like there's so much awesome shit in this and we're basing this character's backstory on the thinnest, most generic of domestic abuse stories. Like I, I, this, this guy is a faceless bad guy and we're supposed to accept that. It's dumb. I mean, I, I, you're, it is a shortcut. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I'm fine with it. I like, I like the idea. I mean, the little, her as a little girl casting magic and melding him with a wall. That's fine. That's the, that's I, okay. I, I have seen worse things than that. You know, her doing that and running away from her, or her mother running away from her, I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah. You know, but I mean, even, we've, we've seen that before, but I mean, like, whatever, everything is a fucking trope eventually, for sure. I mean, but, I, like, it's just, it's, it's just, it's so, it's so tired. I've seen it in so many things, and I'm just so bored of it. Um, I don't think I'm, I, I don't think that's my main complaint about this book. What um, is your main complaint? I don't have a lot of complaints other than that. Not really. I think there's there's enough meat to what's going on that I'm having a good time here. No, I mean I'm having a good time. I enjoy this book. I think it looks really good. Uh, I I think the 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 the, the moment to moment dialogue is very strong and the narration is strong, mm-hmm. and it yeah. and then it really well navigates that the line between you know being a magic user and being this kind of weird. I guess outcast from society, even though I don't know really how much magic is acceptable in society. It says shadow service is the name of the book. And it seems like, I mean, but she is casting magic right in the middle of the nightclub. So I don't know um, how much people know about magic in real, in the real, in the world, in this, in this book, I assume it's just our world. That's my first assumption, but it does a really good job of navigating that kind of tone of that. Like, uh, you know, this could have been any other night, 
but also having a little I mean, bit. This of, is this is this is this is tough girl Hellraiser. I yes, I'm also I I I enjoy Hellraiser quite a bit. So it that I think I like this at least in theory. I like this better than Hellraiser because oh. you don't really get to see. I don't know. You get. I would prefer to to see uh, Constantine kick a little bit more ass. He doesn't usually get to. Usually he just smokes and looks angsty and outsmarts someone, which is interesting. But she's she's doing a little ass kicking, and I like it. The nail gun really is really works. Yeah, I I mean I think my 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 only criticism is it feels it does feel a little slow to get going, um, but it, minor minor nitpicks. Like I don't I don't think any of them take me away from saying buy this book, check it out. Uh, I think it's it's worth it. I'm 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 curious about this world. I'm curious about the extent of her powers. I'm curious about what uh, we're gonna get into. And she got they got a really good ending here, a really good cliffhanger ending. Then I'm I want to see what's gonna go on. And then it says next issue MI six six six. So I'm kind of the sucker for anything that does that dumb six 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 insert six 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 into a thing. I just I like it. I don't know. I'm a buy sure no i i no, i i enjoy this full-on full-on buy here okay that is a double buy shadow service number one next up is maestro number one written by peter david art sherman peralta Germain peralta uh colors jesus abertov opening scene artist dale keon dale dale keon who boy dale keon opening scene colors jason keith letters ariana mauer a lot of cover artists in there. Jiminy Christmas. Jiminy Christmas. I love me some Maestro. This is a fucking dope comic. Um, Maestro, back in the day, Future Imperfect, two-parter, Hulk confronted. We, we need to, like, stat read a shitload of Peter David Hulk, because this is fucking awesome. I mean, that's what this is. That's what, I mean, this is Peter David Hulk, and it's not, he's yeah. not, he, it is very similar to what that, he had wrote the character for like 15 years or something ridiculous so but this is that it's professor hulk but not professor hulk it is this it is my is the hulk that becomes the maestro it's the origin story of the maestro which has never been told i you know without before reading this i i have the same question i have a lot about of these books that are like the origin stories of a of a villain that has never been fully explained and like, does that need to be explained? Is there is there value in telling a short the, the a short origin story of this villain, especially when the villain you know or the original Maestro was just basically oh it's it's the Hulk, but things went bad, so he became a dictator, a, a totalitarian monster. Um, but we are reading Immortal Hulk. I've always loved Maestro. I like Peter David's run with Hulk. Let's see. I said, let's kick Cam. Let's see what it's see what it's like. And you're right. It's very good. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I honestly think Hulk might be becoming one of my my favorite comics now because this is this is fucking great. I love this. I'm 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 thirsty for more. Uh, old Modoc. Old Modoc. Oh, old Doc. Old Doc. Oh wow, that's it's very good. Um, hey man, I got a million of them. But the you know we got this 
this the Hulk living in the Matrix. You got him breaking out into Hulk with a widow's peak. Hulk with a widow's peak. Hulk going out into the uh, the the nuclear apocalypse. Um, Smashing the Hollywood sign. Yeah, writing his name in it. I yeah I I like it doesn't. I feel like you could come at this from multiple angles and appreciate it, and I come at them for I basically come at it from all those angles. So yeah, I'm a buy on this book. I I'm real. I I feel like so far it has justified its existence. It's just it has said yeah we're gonna it's gonna show you interesting stuff. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna give you uh the the look in, from that the kind of the Professor Hulk changing into that Maestro character and that's hell I'm, yeah I'm it is great yeah I'm I'm I am jacked up for it <laughs> jacked up how all right, double by Meister number one. Next up is Empire number five. Story by Al Ewing and Dan Slott. Script Al Ewing. Art Valerie, Valerio Shidi. Colors Marte Gracia. Letters Joe Caramagna. So Teddy wasn't Teddy. Teddy is, is green Archie. He kind of, yeah. The beginning of this book. Yeah, he kind of, yep. But a lot of stuff happens in this comic book. Yes. Important things, at least. Sure does. In the continuity of the Marvel Universe, I suppose. Um, Teddy wasn't Teddy wasn't plant it wasn't a plant man Teddy to be fair so I got that wrong I predicted plant Teddy mm-hmm. it was not plant Teddy it was just another scroll that's some but scrolls can can copy down to the because then they scan his fucking DNA or something yes I guess they can is that a, th- a known thing that scrolls can do I have no idea so whatever comic the, books are the, dumb this comic book says it is so it is I guess that's my that's my guess that's fine. I'll I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, there is also a really great thing. Not oh man, really great thing moment. Oh man, which I've really. You, you keep talking. I'm just I'm just ooing and gooing. Okay, over it. I mean, yeah, it's it's a the 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 not she Hulk is fighting him and he's losing, but he's been grimming mm-hmm. his way through that fight. And man, oh man, I really hope we get some. I, I hope that immortal thing we get a a run. May, Al Ewing writing me an immortal thing comic book. <laughs> hook it up, hook it up, hook it to my veins. Give it to me now. I want it. Yes, yes. Ben Grimm showing his baby face fire. Show me that fighting spirit. Hell yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> spoilers. Uh, Black Panther is dead. Did he die? I think so. Yeah. They did say he had no pulse. That's right. Unless he has like Wakandan technology that can shield, like make it look like he has no vital signs and then he can play dead with it, which is possible. I don't, Black Panther's not going to stay dead. I'm I'm pretty confident in that. <laughs> well, he stayed dead forever in the MCU. Yeah. So he stayed dead forever for that year. Mm-hmm. And then he wasn't anymore. No, it was forever. He's still dead. Nah, I watched. Pretty sure. I did you? Uh, there, there was a movie that came out. Eric, um, I, I, I hate to break yes, it. Yes, and, and he was still dead in it for seventy-five percent of it. And then there was a big. Can't you just let me be obtuse and no, lie to people? No. Why you got to be such a dick, Robbie? Technically correct is the best. Kind we get, of correct. we get, we get Archie Andrews, Green Archie Andrews, Man in the Iron Mask in this too. We do. It's weird. I it's like weird. it. I like it. Um, you know it's fine. Uh. Can I ask a question? Uh, sure. It's just, it's just a thing. Like, how, how depressed is Tony Stark right now? Because the world is ending. 
they're getting they're gonna get the sun might be exploding soon there's plant men <laughs> out overrunning the planet he doesn't even have shoes on he's running I, mean, I don't have shoes on right now you're recording a podcast eric you're not a super scientist that's gonna it's also a superhero you know you want to be comfy <laughs> it's okay he's wearing sweatpants what do you think he wears inside the iron man suit why does he have i just want him to be i want him to be ready all right why isn't he wearing his speed suit speed suit yeah he's gotta have a speed suit mr fantastic's wearing his speed suit he's got iron man armor <laughs> what's that all about maybe that's what actually happened maybe mr fantastic maybe reed is like hey he probably is like tony where's my where's my armor and tony's like it doesn't really work for you dude you stretch he's like make me stretchy iron man armor mm-hmm. make it arm i want react i want uh mol- special molecule iron mm-hmm. man armor He's like, fucking challenge accepted, bitch. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Tony, but I'm a buy on this comic. It's the dark before the, the light kind of book. Everything's about to go wrong, but I have a feeling. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty goddamn fun, too. It's, it's a very... It's stayed consistently, tonally kind of dumb and fun. Yes. I'm happy with it. Yes, me too. It's. A, it, I really want to know what's going on with She-Hulk. I'm so mad. I have a, I have a feeling this is... Okay, this is... Here. This is our arena for, to guess what happens in number six in the finale. And my big guess is that She-Hulk comes back through the green door and helps save the day. It seems likely considering Ewing is writing it. Yes. And if she doesn't, she's definitely showing up in Immortal Hulk at some point, popping up through the green door. But the fact that she do- she's there and she probably comes back, fights the copy of herself and saves Ben. With Ben, they fight off the, the She-Hulk. And help save the day. That's my big guess. I'm gonna buy this book though. It's great. You should read Empire. For sure. Yeah, it's really For sure. good. Um, Double I Empire number five. Uh, we're we we're back back into DC. Eric, haven't read. It's haven't, been a while. Well, they they started publishing comics on Tuesdays. What's that all about? It's a different. It's not Diamond anymore. So they also release digitally on Tuesdays. So it's like I have to look at. Literally four different release days and figure out among them five comic books to read. Um, and plus they're all in the, they're like, I was, I was, I just bit the bullet this week and I was just like, screw it. They're in the middle of storylines, whatever. We'll figure it out or we won't. It'll be fine. Um, but we are reading Batman 97, uh, written by James Tinian the fourth art, Jorge Jimenez, colors, Tome More, letters, Clayton Cowles. I really like James Tinian writing Batman. I, I mean, I'm not, like, over the moon about this. Like, I feel like he gets handed weird storylines and characters and things. Like, I'm not, I don't know, Punchline is not as bad as I thought she would be. Like, rapper mogul uh, Joker is a little weird. Uh, but I could hate this a lot more than I do. <laughs> I think it looks... James, it I, looks... I mean, I think James Tinian just has a good, a, a good knack for writing Batman shit that I enjoy. And I, I don't understand why like, like Batman is partially in the, the, uh, the fallout universe because these clouds, these clowns and the clown killer guy are absolutely fucking, uh, straight out of goddamn, not fallout fucking, um, borderlands. Borderlands is what I'm trying to think of. Thank you for reading my dumb mind. Goddamn, just straight stolen from Borderlands. It's a joke. There's a jerk war going on 
Eric, the streets are chaos. You know, I, I'm so sick of it. <laughs> I'm so I'm so sick of them doing like the same stupid shit over and over. Yep. I'm so fucking tired of it. Like it's villain war. It's it's blah blah blah. Fuck you. I Come am. on. That's and that's my complaint about this book. It. I, I agree with you about Tin, about Tinian. I think we've uh, the voices in this are good. The dialogue mm-hmm. is good. Like the, the the action, the storytelling, the the art is beautiful. The storytelling yes. is good. I know what's happening. I like I we haven't read any of these books, but I can pick up this the story really easily, and that's a that's that's a compliment. But it doesn't make me care anymore more about oh another oh Batman's fighting the Joker again. And a Joker or Har- I mean, I'm mm-hmm. glad- I like Harley like being on like Harley being officially like oh, I'm helping Batman and like she is opposed to she has like an, an, a a a clear enemy with Punchline as her basically her replacement. Um, I like all that. I just am tired of this. I'm tired of this being Batman. Like my all my criticisms of Tom King's run on this on on Batman. At least it wasn't more Joker like. It was other things, and well, I mean, I wouldn't even have a problem with a Joker story, which is fine. But like, how many fucking stories have been the whatever war? That I mean, how different is this going to be fucking at all? No, it's it's not that different, and I think that's yeah, and it 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 never will. It's the same reheated horse shit over and over and over. It just it's 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 exhausting. Yeah, I I think it's a lot of the time it's just fatigue of Mm -hmm. you pick up the the big DC books and it's just it's the same kind of story. And it's well, it's well written, well executed, drawn beautifully, but it's the same thing. It's just not different. It's not exciting. It's like, oh, it's a hey, look, there's a sequence where Batman's drugged and he sees stuff like how many times in my life have I seen that sequence happen? Yeah, I think that's a. That's a very like. There's literally two two villains, maybe more, that 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 caused that in in the Batman villain villain uh, uh, menagerie. It's just over and over and over. Yeah, and they've added to that that catalog yes. of, of villains yes. who will make Batman hallucinate and see things and be in. So it's you know, it's tiring. I don't know what that. Yeah. I I I I. I, I it's pretty fun there's some fun stuff in here and i think that that's important and i i feel like it was important that i say that it's not entirely worth skipping it's not that bad i mean i i think it is all it is contingent on Mm -hmm. how much do you want to read a book called the joker war it it you know and i i mean i agree with you completely but like when i'm when i look at empire I think there's a lot more interesting shit going on. It is, I I would say it is more fun than this event book. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. This book is, it's, it's got, it has got some good stuff in it. It is well-written. As you said, like there's extremely competent art in it. It is a very nice looking book. Um, I just think it, it, it falls a little short and it's, a lot more reheated stuff you know i think they're working with 
with less and doing less interesting creative stuff in this compared to something like the Empire books. But I I still enjoy it. I would I would go maybe three three on that meter. I think I would go five. Full five. Uh yeah. in saying it is of high quality, but it is high quality of an idea that I'm very lukewarm on. Uh, and that's and I think that's fair. I was actually originally thinking five, and I talked myself into three. That's fair enough. Uh, it's Batman 97 uh, by Mushmeter 4. Our last book is Harley Quinn, number 75, written by Sam Humphreys with art by Sammy Basri, Nicola, Nicola Scott, Emanuela Lupacini, and Ray McCarthy, Ramon Villalobos, Ingo Ziucaza, and Joe Quinones with colors by Hi-Fi, Annette Kwok, and Tamara Bonvillain, letters by Dave Sharp. At Joe Q, the motherfucker can draw. Sure can. Mm-hmm. Ramon, too. Real good. You even got um, Ngazi in here from our, uh, from the, the, the hockey, the hockey book. The... Oh, was that what that was? Yeah. I was her, like, this is really weird. That's her, that's the Harley childhood flashback. That's, that's, it's interesting seeing her do okay. a, a It big, seemed really out of place to me. Doing a big superhero I, book. I did, I did not read the credits as carefully as I perhaps should. Um, it's interesting that they got her. I, I kind of feel like this is maybe a waste of her i mean i th- I, I i don't she certainly doesn't need to do a one little like a four-page story in a superhero comic um but it's i i don't know there's i think it's gonna we're gonna see i'm really curious about the direction of dc in general now because they're the person in charge right now of publishing I've, for now i don't they apparently they're getting some esports guy to come look at watch over everything and i don't know i don't feel good about that at all but um their current like the current i don't know the title but publisher is well might as well be a good title as anything is was the the person in charge of their youth comic movement the stuff that that, that got them selling in scholastic and and selling all ages books and stuff like that. And that I'm guessing that connection is how they got in Gazi here at all. Um, it's also like, you know, a way to get people who nor not normally read this comic. Maybe they'll check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this. It's good. Yeah. It's pretty good. I was expecting to it not could be a like hundred times worse. It's pretty good. I was expecting to dislike this and I didn't, I liked it. Um, all the stories, like, the the a a fake roast of Harley Quinn is fun, but even I think the thing that put this over the edge for me, what got it over, so we can get those wrestling references in. It's important. Mm-hmm. Um, we got it over as basic. It's the trick is to just not recognize, just to say them, and people understand you. No, 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 no. Then you're then you're poisoning them slowly. <laughs> my my the thing that eventually got me got it over with me is that. This uses this format of like these small, a bunch of small interconnected stories as a way to say heart that the Harley that was like all these old versions of Harley, forget them, let them go. This is this is the Harley now. This the Harley in this comic book, this new Harley, she's the Harley now moving and we're going to move forward with that. And just someone is i don't know if that's going to happen you know who knows they're probably going to keep publishing 16 different harley quinn comics and half of them are all going to be just her doing 
bits from you know 2007 or something but just someone in a dc comic saying having just saying that saying like no look we're gonna she's moved forward forgetting the joker forgetting all that her all the old the bits the stuff from the arkham video games and god knows what else from the movies it's all forgotten in the past this is her moving forward and just someone saying that makes me feel better but all the i like all the little stories they're all very different from each other all the art is very good uh i i think uh i you know i'm not a huge fan of sam humphries in general but i think he's got the voice of harley pretty down pretty good i like i like her voice in this a lot Mm -hmm. even if there's a totally little bit too much butt nuggets for me maybe my my only complaint yeah yeah is it just make me smile once or twice okay i mean it's fine it I it's not bad. I, I I don't think it quite came around like it's it was funny at first, and then I'm like, okay, I, I got it, and it didn't quite get to oh, it's funny again, you know, like it just wasn't enough. A little bit more butt nugget, I probably would have started chuckling again. I think what you need is like an hour and a half movie. It needs to come back like in the last twenty minutes. That's that's the way to do that joke. Yeah, that's probably right. Callback. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. This is, it's a. I think if you're, and it feels like a good jumping on point as well. If you want to start reading Harley Quinn regularly again, um, if DC has their way, they probably will only be publishing Batman Harley Quinn comics for the rest of their lives. But if it's written like this, I probably won't complain too much. I'm a buy. Simple as that. Mm. I can see eye to eye with that. Who who is who is this who is this 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 character that I do not know? Which one? the girl with the glasses who brings her cupcakes i don't know okay then why didn't you assume that's who i was talking about i there's multiple characters in this i don't know i don't know eric so i can't i can't uh i've not been habitually reading harley quinn so i can't make claims i assume i I, I don't know i feel like everything else is pretty pretty well explained i don't know okay i assume she's a roommate i'm just confused by it She's a normal human roommate that Harley Quinn bounces off of because she's normal. But she's nice and she brings cupcakes. They look like fucking muffins and that that is a continuity mistake. I hope someone got fired over that one. Are you a buyer? Yeah. Okay. I didn't I don't think I got a confirmation from you. I I said I agree with you. Say that one more time. No. <laughs> Double buy Harley Quinn number seventy five. <laughs> I know you get off on that. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to get you too started here. Only when you say it. Um, I know. I know. That'll do it for floppies this this week. This episode, we will come back for more comics next time. We can move on to our next segment. It is time for checking in. Checking in is the part show. Eric and I talk about what we've been up to for the past couple weeks. Um, things we want to talk about. Frankly, and it's our time. We can talk about whatever we want. Really, Eric, what do you want to talk about? Well, uh, episode three of the show I direct was uh, streamed live yesterday. How'd that go? Uh, pretty okay. Some pretty serious technical problems happened. Um, I'm finding that I'm going to need uh, something, some other way to do this, because my um, my Windows tablet is not cutting the mustard. That's one of our big issues um and it was very frustrating to do it 
It's also very difficult. Sound issues, very challenging. Um, we just are a little outclassed. It's very tough to do things live. It's, I mean, quite frankly, it's a fucking miracle that it can even happen at all, you know? But I would like it to look and perform as, uh, as, as well as we can do. But we're going to see. But I'm, I'm happy with what we did. It looked good. We had some good interviews and we had some good fun. You know, I feel like it was uh, some good content that no one in our region is doing. And I want us to do more and make it better and, you know, build a really fun thing out of it. Live, live videos and, and audio is hard. Yeah, I mean, it's it explains why most streamers just put up a stream of them playing a game and talking. Um, I'm involving multiple people, and we even did like like uh, we streamed videos into into it and did um, different camera angles and all this stuff. It was really hard. We had a lot of challenges this time. Most of it, I would say, worked out okay, well, but had some relatively serious problems it's gonna take you some time we're 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 gonna be a we're gonna figure things out yeah it was significantly harder this time than it was last time last time we had no real issues this time we had some serious ones but you know it is what it is hey robbie do you play a video game i played a video game what'd you play celeste oh that celeste is great yeah i had never played it before um and one of my favorite streamers carl sagan 42 um do you are you aware of him no he's another um like kaizo mario ah. guy he's a very talented kaizo guy he's not really a streamer or uh, not excuse me he's not really a speedrunner. uh but he is very talented at playing mario but like his shtick seems to be he plays all the awful levels um he plays them really well he plays troll levels and he's just fucking so charming and funny. But he started playing Celeste. And I'm like, I want to play Celeste. And it turns out it was part of the Itch the itch bundle. Mm-hmm. So I installed it and started playing it. And it turns out I like it. It's even more Kaizo than I realized it was. It gets very hard. Yeah, it's pretty hard. I'm trying. I'm on. I'm stuck on a screen where, like, you have to do a bunch of jumps twice and the ground gets like poisoned and kills you if you step on the same spot twice. Mm-hmm. And it's real hard. I probably died 35 times. Are you getting all the strawberries? I, I mean, I, I cannot. Okay. I have for the past, the first two levels, I got half of them. I, I just did not see them in general. If I see one and can see how to get to it, uh, I can get it. But like, I think maybe I can replay a level and get them again. You, you but can. I, it, yeah, you can. I can't. I have not gotten all of them though. Once you get that through a, a stage, you can basically just revisit all the entire level and just that's I right. I and get all your strawberries, which is what I I got most of them my first run through. But I got I finished. I got all the strawberries after I beat it, and then you get the B sides, which are harder versions. Uh, and then if you get all the strawberries in that. You get the seasides, which are insanity. Uh, those those are for the top tier. Those are for the real Kaizo idiots. 
I, I, that, that's where I bowed out. That's where I went. I am not, maybe I could do this if I devoted hours and hours of study to it. I am not going to do that. I'll watch a playthrough of someone who is very good at it. And that's what I did. Um, it's, oof, oh boy. When you get to the seasides, ugh. The, I mean, regu the regular levels are hard. And then you just, they're like, oh no, it's even harder. And no, no, it's even harder. You're like, okay. But the story is nice and fun. I like it. It's really simple, the game story, but it's still pleasant. It's it's charming. It's like I think I call it when I when I talked about it like when it came out on this podcast, I said it's like uh it's like um what's that other platforming meat meat boy? It's like it's like uh it's like uplifting secureful meat boy. Yeah, I like this better than Super Meat Boy. You no, know, I do too. Yeah, definitely. Super Meat Boy was a good game though. I just got really I got sick of it. I didn't want to finish it. Yeah, I agree. Um, you got anything else? Shit, ain't that enough? I'm just asking. Directing a, a TV show? No, not enough. Get, get, playing a crazy Kaizo game about a depressed girl climbing a mountain? Get back to work, Eric. As uh, a metaphor for her own mental health? Yeah. That's not enough for you? That's, the fuck's wrong with you? I'm just asking if it's okay for me to talk about my stuff. Talk about your stuff. Okay. I don't have a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> i will talk about your nothing it's fine uh, yeah i'll follow up with uh hey the email service i touched on it like probably a month or two ago still been using it i subscribed for a year and it is really good and i'm gonna keep using it no complaints it 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 like significantly cuts back on me managing email addresses and my emails and does it really simply without me having to fiddle around with a lot of labels and filters and stuff like that, which is what I wanted. And it is doing exactly that. Um, it's easy to understand and I know where everything is and I don't have to look at it a lot of the time, which is really what I want from my email. Like that is what you want out of email. Good God. That Gmail has turned into the biggest turd on earth. I regularly miss emails by people that are in my address book. Yes, uh, and th that is one of the many reasons I switched to Hey, and no complaints. I would fully endorse anyone who gets anyone who has a lot of emails or spends more time than they want on their email. I would say try Hey. At least for, the trial is fourteen days. You can try it for free for fourteen days and see how you feel about it. Uh, I've been writing. I started a new book, new manuscript. It's about vampires. I'm excited about it. It's very. It's coming out real fast and easy. Which I always love. Don't have to don't have to push and pull on this one. It's about an old nasty cuss fighting vampires, taking over his town. He don't like it. Okay. That's all. That's it. That's all I'm doing. What do you make me think of the one of the other artists here in the studios was doing a video for me to put on the air yesterday, and he went to the bar that's near to us, and there were these old dumbasses outside the bar. Bobby walks up to him filming. This is not the point of the story, but it's sort of where the story begins. It sets the tone. The guy just yells at Bobby, we're voting Trump. <laughs> Bobby's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to cut that out of the video. And then he starts interviewing the same guy. And he goes, my name is, uh, uh, and he, he can't remember his name. <laughs> One of the other guys goes, Bobbo. He's like, my name is Bobbo. That's who I'm imagining. That's the that's that's your that's your main character. That's your angry cuss. 
Uh, my angry... He's going to vote for Trump and fight vi- vampires. No, my angry cuss. My angry cuss is a uh, gay Clint Eastwood, and he definitely yeah, cool. he definitely wouldn't. I don't think he probably he probably would not vote at all. He I don't think he would. He probably he's would. he's he's he he hates politics. He, he yeah I would yes he hates politics. I feel like gay people that hate politics. I don't know how common that is. He's not a he's. He's a troubled man. <laughs> that's that's really the answer. So he's troubled. He just hates politics and loves sucking dick. Get off get <laughs> off his jock, man. Leave him alone. All right? He hates he hates politics and hates vampires. Those are he's two policies. Yeah, it's fine. You know, the vampires just want to make everything political. Also the vampires are venture capitalists. That that's that's where you go. That's right there. You could just vote them out can't do that actually it's rigged <laughs> the vampires always win more vampire talking than i was expecting this is a, this is a, this this conversation has gotten weird i mean i'm here for it but i don't know that this is the best content i'll talk to you about dumb shit like this all day uh we can move on to our final segment it's time for nerd book club nerd book club is the part of the show where eric and i talk about a longer collected work and discuss it in depth I would no. Eric and I assign a longer collected work and discuss it in depth, like you would a book in a book club, except it's a comic book in a comic book club. We are discussing the first, uh, no, third of Grant Morrison's run on Batman, including Batman and Son, The Black Glove, and Batman R.I.P. Which has artists. The artists are Andy Kubert, J.H. Williams III, and Tony Daniels. Um, there, I think there is like one or two guest, like small, like disconnected stories in there with other artists but i don't remember um eric you were very tentative about us reading this i'm still tentative i had to force you basically i had to strong yes you 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 really you really you really flexed on me and made me made me read this if i didn't we would never have read it read it so i just was like let's just you're probably right (laughs) let's just force us let's push through the only way out is through um this I mean, is- really, Robbie, if someone was like, you know, you you have to eat a shit sandwich, but there's no deadline on it, you wouldn't you wouldn't put it off forever. I mean, I don't that means I don't have to read it. So I eat it. So, no, I would, probably would not eat the shit sandwich. Well, there you go. I wouldn't call this a shit sandwich, though. I, I think that's not fair. I, to I think Morrison. there's there's going to be some very dookie esque parts of this. <laughs> Okay. Well, this is this for this is the the story that introduces Damien. We get first appearance of Damien Wayne, son of Bruce and Talia Al Ghul. This is the appearance of the Batman of Elzarr, or whatever it is, in Batman Rest in Peace, which is considered by many a masterpiece, or at least a shining beacon of Batman comics, right up there with the Killing Joke and Dark Knight Returns. People are weird about what they think is great in Batman. I, I don't. We're not. I don't think we have to answer that question right now. Um, well, I mean, may, by the end of this episode, maybe, but not at this exact moment. Um, well, what do you think about this, just in general? Um, I, th- I would say on like it, it averages out to pretty good. There's parts of it that feel pretty good. Um. I mean, I think a lot of it is kind of there's a lot of modern Batman that just doesn't feel amazing. 
uh, and a lot of shit that's just bad. We've read a lot of Snyder and stuff like that that I just don't care for. Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm I, I I might be having a little bit of trouble articulating what I like and don't like about this because in in general I think my feelings are the same. I don't like big hyperbolic overblown Batman is the savior of the fucking multiverse and and Joker is a mystical god beyond time or whatever in the shit. <laughs> I don't like the stories being that big. I like them focusing on like character and and I mean and and, and there there is like there's there's good character moments and there's good small things in this and there's good um detective bits that feel batmany in the way that I want them and then there's also like there's batman is a god who always wins stuff that I don't always love I don't always hate it and and god and then there's this one that's all pros. Fuck I, that issue. Yeah, no, that's not a. I don't. Fuck Grant, that issue. Grant Morrison, dude, you don't get to do that. You're not. I know you think you can, but well, no Grant one, Morrison's up his own ass. It's ridiculous. No one wants that. No, no, of course not. We read fucking comics for a reason. I don't want a book. I want a comic book. <laughs> I don't want a, a book with illustrations. I want a comic book. Words and pictures combined together. Um, yeah, I I think I largely agree with you. Um. I've read this before, up to this point. I have not read past okay. Batman Rest in Peace. Um, and I I like it more this time. I thoroughly disliked it the first time I read it. Uh, I I think because I like Damien. You read leading up to Batman Rest in Peace. I read basically what we read today. I've read before like five years ago. Oh, you read something. through Batman Rest in Peace. Yes, I read through. Okay. The, I read the entirety of what we read today. For today, I read before. I didn't like it. Um, I like it more so now. So you read it kind of concurrent to when it came out, then? Just afterwards. Just after makes sense. Yeah. Um, after Rest in Peace came out, basically. Um, I didn't like it. I like it more now. I still don't love it. What were your What were your thoughts on it then? Why did you not like it? I didn't like it because of. Pro- <laughs> Getting back to the criticisms of Batman being the savior of a multiverse or Joker being an immortal demon or something. I part of it is like I had read less bad Batman comics. <laughs> I yes. think it was a part of it, honestly, where I I had I had read less, but all really good Batman comics for the most mm-hmm. part. And then I was like, this is, it is kind of Morrison up his own ass at times. And the Batman of Elzar or whatever. I just, I. It's a little weird. Maybe let's, let's, let's work up to that one. Yeah. I definitely didn't enjoy that uh, much. And I thought it was really, I thought it was both dumb and silly. Like it didn't, I felt like it was like a complete like it wasn't that's the thing that grant morrison does though is he'll do something that's just completely self-parody and play it as serious 
like he does it he does it frequently and and I never know what he's doing. I'm always just baffled by it. Yeah, Zurinar. Let me get it correct. Just to mention it, we'll get into we'll ha- we'll have like a full on Zurinar section at, at probably within five minutes. But I didn't. I thought it was clumsy and trying too hard and especially and i this is a thing i still agree with now and it's probably my biggest point of complaint is grant morrison just skips pages it seems yeah like he just is like "Eh, i don't feel like i don't feel like showing all this stuff that's happened so i'm just gonna cut to like three scenes from now and batman's just gonna say i did all that stuff yeah and it happens multiple times i think it makes the story a little hard to follow at times I will also kind of sign off on, um, how did you describe it? Clumsy and, what did you say? Trying too hard? Yes. I would call this clumsy try hard. At least in some places. There's some stuff where the shit just is great and it works. Mm -hmm. And there's some stuff that's like, what the fuck is this? And it goes back and forth. Between it. The flash forward was one of the first things where i'm just like what the fuck what are you doing but that's i don't know that's a thing that he loves to do is let's just flash forward and show a batshit insane completely senseless future story for no reason yeah there 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 is uh we get uh, like and it's really frustrating too i think that's the the thing that frustrates me the most about a lot of grant morrison comic books is it will have just an incredible combination of good writing good mm-hmm. art uh because grant morrison generally has his he gets his pick of his artists and like and, and a, the right combination of batshit fun mm-hmm. like the idea of talia having an army of men man bats like mercenary yeah. man bats and they're like tremendous swarming it's so and fighting and batman's fighting them in a, in a pop art museum and counting them as he fights them and we're running and running through his mind as he's running through his B, plan a plan b plan c and everything's failing it's just it's great it's so much fun and it's the right amount of crazy and big comic book idea and then you get introduced oh look and here's Here's Damien. Okay. I mean, I already knew about Damien now because we've read so many books with Damien in it. But at the time, I imagine it's like, oh, man, Batman has a kid. And now and he's a grown. He's like 11 or whatever. And he's and he's an assassin. And you're like, okay. And but then and it, this is a smaller thing, but it's just like immediately it just jumps. Boom. Damien's living with Bruce. Like what? 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 Wait a minute. What? But that's not. It doesn't. It doesn't work like that. That's not like it, he's literally kidnapped by Talia. Damien is with them, and then jump back to the. They're, we're at the mansion. Bruce is fine, and Damien is just moving in and 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 being a smart ass to Alfred. You're like, well, I feel like I'm. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Did I miss a comic book? Like, what's happening? No, I didn't. They just. It. Graham Morris has decided. Ah, oh, you don't need to see. 
days of travel where we may get to know this see this relationship happen or no grandma's like yeah that's boring to write so they we're just jump right to them at the and then immediately damien's like killing robin almost killing robin tim yeah I, I'm like, I didn't need that. No, and you're like, I'm like, I'm supposed to like Damien, right? At least, like, see that he's, like, can be redeemed, which is true. He he ends up getting redeemed to a certain extent. Like, that's where he is now. He's basically redeemed. He still is, like, yeah, sometimes gray moral stuff. But largely, he is, he's, he's the part of the Bat family. He's, he's in line with Batman. He's on that, he's doing this, he's on the same mission. But it's just there's just it's a spectacular opening with the army of, of like a of men a man bats and this um, and and batman trying to solve this mystery of the uh about the the serum that's getting to talia and we're seeing like all this stuff's popping up and it's all exciting and then you're like oh it's like i'm getting like whiplash slow slow down a little bit grant morrison like maybe just make your pages a little like make a couple dense pages I guess that's not, is that not allowed? Where we have There's like a fair amount of density here. There is, but, but it's it, it, a, a lot of it feels like gibbering. Yeah, and that's the other thing. It's like you get a bunch of pages where you don't need things. And then, like you said, Eric, the flash forward where it's Damien in the future. He just loves it. He can't stop doing it. He does it in everything. I, I, what is it? I don't want. I don't want future bald Damien fighting just murdering folks. Weird other Batman and and Oracle as as Gordon too. I'm like I'm like I'm like okay. This is could be interesting, but it's one issue, and it doesn't mean anything connected to anything else other than oh, Damien I guess becomes an adult at some point and becomes the Batman. And and kills people, and he's torn up a little bit about it, but not enough to stop. Um, so you're just like, okay, all right, why, why, like, can did we need this? No. And there's like, and like, if that was a whole series of future Batman as Damien as future Batman in his in a, a different like like societal situation. Well, I don't really. I don't. I, I don't know. I did not really want more depressing Batman Beyond. No, I'm not saying that it would be good. I'm saying it could be good. Mm. But that's not what this comic book is, Grant Morrison. Hey, over here. Now, this is about Batman right now, right? And his little kid, his new little kid, Bat- da- Damien, who's like trained by ninjas and assassins and like kills people. He literally chops a dude's head off. Uh, I guess that's okay, I guess. Batman's like, yeah, it's alright, you're my kid. I guess I'll forgive you. It's weird that Animal Man seems like the most focus and thesis-driven thing that Morrison's done. As weird and whacked out as it is, I feel like most of it you can justify. Yeah. Where it just seems like there's so much shit that's just like, what is what is happening? Well, it's what is this? I mean, it's I think that's just because he, he had an answer to an editor that was before he was Grant Morrison yeah, he was in his all, all big, his power, big rock star guy, he can do whatever he wanted. So this is that's what this this is, and then that like Damien introduces it, and then largely after that, it becomes the Black Glove, the Black Glove segueing into Rest in Peace, which is. 
all about Batman's psyche. What, what what's that sigh about, Eric? I just, I mean, is this where it begins? I I don't know. I I am I'm so sick of stories where you know, oh, he's crazy, and I don't know. I just I just hate it. I hate it so much. It's so gross. I mean, it is. You can clearly see the Court of Owls mm-hmm. in this. Like you, it this feels is, foundational for a lot of what we have been through. Yes, it was like, and it's not like this was this was not that long before Scott Snyder's run. Like it, it's really just it like it segues into the New Fifty Two, so that will tell you mm-hmm. like this was starting just before they did that. Um, not just before, but in the years leading up to it, comic books take a long time to come out, but. I don't know. I think if you read this before, I don't know. It It is very referential. Again, all those other Batman, you know, which is this is him laying the foundation for Batman Inc. I think Grant Morrison had that in mind. He's like, let's let's bring in all these Golden Age, Silver Age Batman, you know, characters inspired by Batman. Let's bring him in. Let's have some flavor. Some of them are a little racist, but who cares? What's going to do it anyway? goodness i i i i i joked about this in our our discord chat eric but i that i fully believe that is what grant morrison believes when he does this when he references like racist character caricatures he's like oh well i'm referencing referencing characters that actually existed in the golden age or silver age i'm like well yeah because they it was racist then just then it was the 50s well i mean like I don't think that's just Grant Morrison. I mean, it's not. And I don't think this is, was just like in, in 2007. I think there's plenty of people that'll do it today. I mean, it, we, we got, we got a really great, uh, a really great version of, uh, uh, Iron Fist on Netflix that wasn't, wasn't shitty and gross at all. There's a lot of gross Orientalism in this and it's not okay in this. It's not okay. Now it's not, you shouldn't do it. Be smarter. That's the answer. It's a tough position to be in. And I think it is the strongest argument for the reinvention and revamping of these characters. Like, I think, like, who who cares that Danny Rand is a blonde kung fu master? Like, I, I love the idea of, I don't know, I love elements about it, but I don't. I don't want to see like fake made up Asian countries like that. That shit, that shit just shouldn't fly anymore. It needs to be kind of, we need to be weaned off of it. Yes. It's icky. It's not good. Yeah. It, and the, there's, there is a lot of that, especially in regard to Batman's training and to Ra's al Ghul and to all those legacy characters that, Grant Morrison uses that are all like Batman influenced. Um, I like some of them. Some of them are really neat. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't mind the mystery Island arc, the the black love arc, except for the fact that I, I don't know if it was Grant Morrison's call in some of these cases or if it's James Williams, the third call, but there are some of those pages where I don't know. I, I don't have any idea what's happening. 
like there's at the end everyone's fighting and some people and like someone the the doctor's trying to escape and i don't know where anyone is like i know they go down to a i know they go into a cave like but batman is over here and he's stopping this guy like and it's set in some place and i'm like where are we how did they get there like we don't watch them go into like a try and get into a vehicle of any sort and then suddenly he's in a vehicle like i need to be able to follow the action in your comic book it's not too much to ask. Like, let me, I need to know what the characters are doing. Cause all I see is a bunch of, all these Batman analogs all running through the page and they're all saying quips and stuff and, and Batman saying stuff too, but. I'm going to teach you a lesson about writing, Robbie. Oh, what's that? If you give the impression of intelligence and competence and make it incomprehensible, people will think you're a genius. Okay. I, I don't because I I don't I don't want to put it on the foot of either Grant Morrison or J.H. Williams the third because J.H. Williams the third has a tendency to do this as well in all his books mm-hmm. where it's very beautiful art's gorgeous incredible weird layouts that are like surreal surrealistic and in, incredible to look at and interesting uh, but sometimes they don't really function as comic book pages because yes. I don't I don't know what's happening and like. That's some of these pages are like, oh, they're perfect normal comic book pages. They look good, and I know what's happening. And then suddenly you get to a page that's just like in the shape of a batarang or something, and two thirds of the page is just black. And I'm like, I mean, that's cool. Like it looks neat, but what about the rest of this page? Like you could be using that to confer information to me, the reader of your comic book, but you don't. You just have a big empty splotch of just darkness, and I don't. It's conferring the information of it's shaped like a batarang. I that's is very important. It's like, look, it's a batarang. I'm like, I know, yeah, cool. Batarangs got it. Um I like but I it's a cool idea, like, oh, it's a bunch of batmen trapped in a house and they're getting whittled down by someone. That's a cool idea. again, it's the same like, oh, this is a really cool idea. And then a lot of like nonsense getting in the way. And gross orientalism. Are you, we've, I believe I've brought it up before. You're familiar with the trope, the magical Negro. Yes, I am. Yeah. Yep, that happens here too. It sure, it sure does. And he also might be a ghost, apparently. Yeah. Killed by, you know, <laughs> killed by Bruce Wayne, giving him a couple hundred dollars and he buys drugs and overdoses. Not and great. And he, he magical Negro fixes his problems while he's dead. Not great grant morrison and by not great i mean bad don't again not okay now not okay in 2007 we shouldn't be smarter be better yeah i mean be educated about racist tropes yeah don't try not try to do your best to not use them yeah i think and this is one where it's clearly easy like there was no need to do it the way he did like you there's so many ways you could get around it um well we're here eric let's talk about bat the batman of zur and r yeah what a what a weird bunch of shit <laughs> um the centerpiece of batman rest in peace is batman has been i'm, I'm just gonna i'm gonna say this out loud eric and you cur- either confirm or deny what i say sure. as the truth sure I'm, I'm not this is my best best understanding of this comic book i have not read it, it it's a little it's a little opaque so i'll 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 uh, 
we'll puzzle it out together. I've not read the end. I've not read a bunch of explainer articles about this comic book. I came in just having read it like a normal person. Mm-hmm. Batman in at some point was a study was studied by a guy named Dr. Hurt. Yeah. The, who worked for the police. And in the process of that 10 day isolation study, Dr. Hurt both made a model of Batman so that he could use it to teach policemen to become Batman and also implanted a shutdown code in Batman's head, which is Manchurian candidated him. Yep. Zer NR, which when he says it to Batman would turn him off and Platu Barata necktie. <laughs> and then and, and that's the and that's the that's the and at the same point we are also taught told that Batman at a certain point after that did some forty some Buddhist forty nine day isolation in a cave thing ritual mm-hmm. and went crazy in there and came back and fought himself and other and villains and went had hallucinations went to his own mind realized that this code had been implanted and as batman says it himself he creates a second operating system inside his own head <laughs> he said operating system he, he says operating system he says it good god bruce wayne says that he asks he asks a guy he goes is it possible for me to to create a second operating system inside my own head which is the what we see is a creation this is new batman that emerges after the first batman gets shut down which also sees batmite but Matt, batmite in this instance is not actual batmite it is a figment of his the the original batman mind and at the same time, Dr. Hurt is making claims that he's Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's father, and that his mother was a drug addict, and they were both a part of the Black Glove from the very beginning. Right? That's what happens. I mean, that's definitely more or less what I got. Okay. And they they have a I, they go to Arkham and they fight with the Joker. Mm-hmm. Well, the more I think about this, Eric the less I like it. <laughs> you're not supposed to think about it. I know. Clearly. I, clearly yeah. you're not supposed to think about it. I just, I don't know why, the why is the Joker in this story? Because you gotta put the Joker in everything, man. Is that the actual answer? I'm just, I'm upset that the Batman who laughs isn't in this. <laughs> but, is that the actual answer? Is that simply like, oh, because it's the Joker? Yeah. Swear to, I mean, it it I I feel like it's tenuously connected to this other shit. I mean, it could just be as simple as he wanted to write the Joker. I don't know. It's it's whatever. He wanted to tie it to a lot of historical Batman stuff, which he uses a ton of. I I just it feels like that's the thing that is like I can get behind. I think there is a thing where I can get behind the idea of. Grant Morrison kind of exploring that Batman always wins idea and the links to which Batman will go to in his preparation. 
And it feels like that is that is the root of this. It's very much a Grant Morrison like, okay, well, what happened? What would happen if Batman, someone programmed a Batman shutdown code in his mind? What if someone Manchurian candidate Batman? What? How would Batman counteract that? How would he prepare for that? And that's how you get this alter Batman. This this the Batman of of uh I've already forgotten it. Zurinar. Zurinar. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the Batman of Hoopa Juba. Batman of Zurinar. And that that I can see the, the root of that as an interesting idea. And there's things that happen in this I think are really interesting and clever. And I appreciate them. I appreciate that. I appreciate because there is a lot of that detective work laced within all this stuff of Batman recognizing keys and codes and signals and, and, and realizing things and count. And it's in these cases where I don't mind all the jumping back and forth in time, where we see Batman recognize something as a, a, a tip that, Oh, that is the lady named Jezebel is actually a bad guy. That's right. Eric. Jezebel jet. The lady is named Jezebel. Mm-hmm. Is, is this like, is this like, is this uh, is this Grant Morrison trying to swerve us? Is he's like he's like oh she's named Jezebel she's definitely not a bad guy I wouldn't name I'm not that I'm not that obvious I would never name this traitor Jezebel so she has to be a good guy. We need a character named Vicky Villainous. <laughs> I mean, who names their daughter Jezebel? By the way, why would you do that? I mean, you know. That she actually changed her name. It used to be Super Whore. That's a that's a solid joke. I'll say that. That's, yeah. a, that's a solid joke. It's kind of a bite on it. You know, you changed it to Latrine. True. Yeah. It used to be Shit House. I. It's my favorite Mel Brooks movie. It, uh, it's a solid one. I think it's it's right up there with uh, Blazing Saddles. I don't like Blazing Saddles. You know. Some people I, are wrong. I know. I know. Everyone says yeah, that. Everyone loves Blazing Saddles except it's for me. It's okay to be wrong. It's an, a very important movie in uh, in the canon of movies. I love Gene Wilder, but Gene Wilder is amazing. I need. I should watch Willy Wonka again. Um, but I think the problem with I think the problem I don't I I know a lot of this is is all working on a lot of meta levels. Meta, a lot of meta narratives happening all at the same time because it. Because I Morrison is doing that on purpose. He is purposely like doing like, oh, I'm gonna bring back this weird Batman costume from the '50s. I'm gonna use Batmite. I'm gonna bring in a lot of weird villains that you've never knew about or forgotten, and I'm gonna use them to from like this very silly stories from the '50s. I'm going to make them serious and I'm going to make them, I'm going to contextualize them into the modern day Batman. And you're going to, on one level is Batman is fighting these guys. He is triggered his alter ego, Batman from his mind, his backup operating system. And he is going to fight the bad guys. And, but, and on the metal levels, like, but, but look, this is actually like looking at all. It's actually like, making all of this history of batman canon so like all those weird silly stories from the 50s actually do matter and they happened and i'm I'm making sure that they are recognized in 2007 there's that and there's like there's other levels that i don't i'm sure there that i don't i'm not aware of because i don't 
haven't studied all the Batman that Morrison has or whatever. But there's a part of me that there's just no conflict or drama because I know Batman's going to win at a certain point. I just know it. And it like there's the, this character, this Dr. Hurt and all the other, all these little, the, all the members of the Black Glove. Did you care about any of them? Of the Black Glove? Yeah. Any of those villains like Dr. Hurt and, and Jezebel, but also like the, the dude who wears people's has cut us off yeah i mean mo- most of them barely get like anything you know any screen time any setup like there's there's not enough characterization of anything there's no reason for me to care about any of them and more or less i just i feel so exhausted by like the layers of nonsense that by the time we get to that layer i'm just like all right all right, let's 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 get through this shit, you know. And it 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 how people could call this a masterpiece is it's just insane to me. I will say that Tony Daniel his art is much more coherent. And there's a lot less of the you know skipping panels or whatever it is to to get action across. Like I I I think there that is there it's much better than the jage williams arc um and probably better than the andy hubert art even though i don't know again i don't know how much of this is the artist and how much is this grant morrison telling you know them to draw certain things in certain ways um i think at a certain point we're gonna go back and read some denny o'neill batman probably another 50 episodes from now or whatever (laughs) i do love denny o'neill batman yes and i think that was going to be, you know, we've read a lot of different Batman stories now. And I think that as we read through this Grant Morrison stuff, it's another like clear, like uh, kind of us figuring out what kind of Batman stories we like. And I think we know largely what they do, but how that works within Grant Morrison's storytelling tradition of his like half batshit fun and half nonsense canon of like, oh, I want to make sure that a bunch of these 50s characters are suddenly in 2007 comic books. I want to make sure I want to somehow make them work. And you're like, okay, cool. I guess. Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to this middle section, probably more than anything we've read because I haven't read it before. And it is largely Dick as Batman with Damien. And that's the stuff that everyone raves about they they wanted it did they there wasn't enough of it because new 52 happened basically but Mm. i really i'm looking forward to that because it is there's because that's interesting to me i like i want to see damien try and deal with someone one who's not his father but also just deal with becoming a normal a more normal human frankly that's the like that kind of gets abandoned in this as well Damien just kind of disappears for a while. I'm just like, Ugh, okay. After Damien was gone, I'm like, oh man, that wasn't very long. Why don't we get more Damien? Well, just we mostly just get him being a fucking turd. Yeah, exactly. Like I was expecting. Which I'm not a huge fan of. No, I'm not either. I was expecting like, okay, well, there's this him being rough at the beginning, but then he'll get better. Oh no, he just leaves, and I'm like, okay, I gotta just kick that can down the road. Um. He he just feels very unfocused in this. 
Yeah, just I, sort of in general. It's I, it's weird, but I I might I don't know. We'll see how, how he knew Final Crisis was coming because he's he writes Final Crisis, but um that is a, a deadline basically because that is the book in which Batman is quote unquote killed. So you got to wrap up stuff before then. Maybe it's just a matter of I need to, I'm trying to get all these ideas across and. I don't know. Or maybe it's just like, it's kind of sloppy because he, he wanted to, he's just having a lot of fun and there's not as much editorial with people looking at his books. But we'll see. We don't have to make our final judgment yet, Eric, even though you probably want to. Mm. <laughs> I I already have my thoughts. Okay. All right. Well, let's see if we can change your mind. I'm, I'm hopeful of this because it is Dick Grayson and as uh, Dick is Batman and, 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 and Damien and Final Crisis is apparently, you know, it's it's interesting. It's very Grant Morrison as well, but it's also a big event. So we're going to it's not directly it has Batman in it, but it is, a you know, it's a DC event. But I'm, I, I think we should read it just to get a full idea of it. So next time we're going to be reading Final Crisis and the first and the three trades of Batman and Robin. Um, which I'm excited about, frankly. I'm still even after like this was like good, but also frustrating. I think that's and frankly, it's kind of my review of Graham Morrison <laughs> comics. <laughs> Mostly it's like, eh, it's good, but it's also frustrating unless it's like something really short or All-Star Superman. Remember that one, Eric? <sighs> I've blocked a lot of it out of my memory. All-Star Superman's great. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. No. I was thinking of uh, what was what was Gene Superman? That was Action Comics. Yeah, that's what I thought of. No, All Star Superman is is worth reading. All Star Superman is like nearly perfect. I would actually say it's really very good. It's a, a shit sight better than this. We're gonna continue next time. Final Crisis, Batman, Robin, Volumes One, Two, and Three. That'll wrap us up for today. Before you can go. Uh, before we go, before you go, before we go, you can find us online at handsomeboyscomicsart.com. Is links to everything our Facebook, our Twitter, our RSS feed. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Review, leave us a nice five star review. Tell your friends. All those things help us out. Help us find new listeners. We really appreciate it. You can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman, and my website is RobbieDorman.com, which includes links to my other podcasts and links to purchase my horror novels. My newest novel, War on Halloween, is out now on Amazon. It is about a family fighting for Halloween in a town controlled by a sinister reverend with secret occult powers. You can read it for free with Kindle Unlimited. Eric, where can they find you and your things online? You can see my portfolio at FreeWillUnlimited.com and most of the things I get up to online at ericzgoodnight.com that includes twitter instagram twitch where i'm known on these services as ez goodnight well that folks we will call it a day have a good one rock and roll